Welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. I'm your host, Tyler Olison, also known as T-Roll, and today we have a very special episode for you and a very special guest. We've been getting a lot of new people here on the podcast, and we once again have another, I'm going to go ahead because he's my good friend and call him a podcast rookie. It's his very first appearance. My good friend, Tyler Clark, who is the campus director out at the University of West Georgia, but we like to call him Clark. Now, Clark, how are you doing today, brother? Hey, T-Roll. I'm doing good, buddy. Good to, <laughs> good to see you, man. Dude, you are, you are on the podcast right now. Dude, I am so excited to be here, man. You know, I feel honored. When I started doing this, uh, when we started doing this maybe a couple months ago, you kept throwing out little signals, little hints that you wanted to get on. Hey, I, 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 it finally worked, baby. <laughs> I'm here. Well, we're excited to have you, man. Um, just for the sake of all of our listeners, you have been on staff with Campus Outreach now for nine years. Is yes, that right? Not, yeah, nine years. Two of them with Campus Outreach Birmingham, mm-hmm. but your first seven years, you actually weren't in Birmingham. So tell us about your first seven years. Yeah, so my first seven years on staff, I was actually a part of the expansion um, of Campus Outreach in Houston. Yeah, so I, uh, as soon as I graduated from Troy, uh, moved out um, and was a part of Campus Outreach Houston and got to see multiple campuses started. Um, so some great years. Nice. And, and shout out for Troy as well. Hey, You're shout Troy out, graduate. baby. I am. I'm yeah. a Trojan baby. Awesome, man. Well, let's, let's do this. Let's go ahead and jump into our topic today. Let's do it. You are uh, going to be answering some questions as we talk about silence and solitude. That's so, right. So Clark, when we talk about silence and solitude, let's just start here. Tell us what, what is that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when we, we're talking about silence and solitude, Um, The clearest way that I can put it is allowing our minds to settle and rest with the goal of that getting to our heart, a quiet, a a quieting of our hearts. So that's what we're talking about when we're saying silence and solitude. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. And now why is it so important for for Christians to have this as a part of their lives? Yeah, it's it's a great question, man. Um, I think when you think about why it's important, um, I immediately think of Jesus. Um, and I think about Jesus in Mark, um, when it says in rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, he departed and he went out to a desolate place and there he prayed. Jesus gives us so many examples in the gospels of what being silent looks like being in solitude. Now in Jesus day, it was a whole lot easier, right? To be silent, sure. to be in solitude. Yeah. I mean, you'll walk outside the village <laughs> and now it's, uh, you know, cities and bustling and cars and noise. Um, but the why um, Jesus shows us is to be with the Father, to be in his presence. Um, and God speaks to us sometimes in whispers um, that takes us to be silent to hear those things. So I think it's important. Um, at the end of the day, you could just say it's important because Jesus modeled it and it was important to Jesus. So, um, so it's a very important thing. Absolutely. You know, you and I are both still, we, we are, we still are young men. Right? Yes, we are. We're young. Proudly, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but but um, a lot of the people listening, whether they're staff or students, are much younger than us. And it's really hard to get away, to get quiet, and to just be still, right? Mm-hmm. So when we are able to get alone and be quiet before God, what comes next? How do we make the most of our solitude time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there's two things that we have to consider when we're thinking about being silent and being in solitude, trying to be in the presence of God. You have to disengage 
to engage. So the first thing that we have to do to make the most is you got to disengage. Like in order to be in the presence of God, you have to disengage from your life and what's normal and the hustle and bustle of what's going on. I mean, the world right now is saying what? Do everything fast. Everything's quick. We get frustrated when our Wi-Fi doesn't work, right? Um, the mission is of the world that's telling us is busy, busy, busy. If you're not being productive, if you're not doing something, um, then what are you really doing? So the first thing that we have to do is we have to disengage from the normalcy of our lives, which are very busy. Um, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, God wants us to work and he wants us to work hard, but we have to disengage in these things. And, and I think the reason why we have to disengage with these things in our lives is so that we can be focused on engaging with God. So that's the second thing we have to be, we have to engage with the Lord. And, and, and God talks about this in, in, in the Psalm. Psalm 46 comes to mind that we have to be still. God tells us, be still and know that he is God and that he's going to be exalted amongst the nations, that he is the God um, of his people. Um, so we have to disengage. And the second thing is we have to disengage for the sake that we can engage with the Lord and hearing his voice. That's good, man. Okay. So we've got to disengage to engage. That's right. All right. It's very tweetable right there. Hey, come on. Hashtag. So, um, you know, here's the thing, Clark. It's, it's really hard to be silent, to find solitude time in today's world, cell phones, internet, everything. You know, even myself, when I wake up, sometimes the first thought is everything that's got to go on, everything that's got to happen that day, right? Absolutely. Now, it can also be a challenge just to simply, not even the solitude time itself, but just to simply have it in your schedule. Yeah. Right? Especially, especially people, there's some people listening, no doubt, who don't even use schedules, right? Mm -hmm. So why is it so important for us to prioritize it in our schedule? And maybe if you have any tips for how to uh, prioritize it within someone's schedule, what would you say to that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the, to answer the first question of why should we prioritize this is if we're, if we love Jesus and we're following Jesus, we want to spend time with Jesus and we we can't get enough of spending time with him. Like he is our portion. Um, he fills us up. John and John four, it talks about the imagery of just Jesus says that when we come to him, that we'll never thirst the water that he gives us wells up like a spring of eternal, eternal life and joy and satisfaction. So really the question is like, why wouldn't you want to spend time in silence and solitude to be able to hear from your father? to be able to hear from your Savior. So I think if, if Jesus is our Lord and Savior, then he is our number one priority, and we have to, we have to spend time with him we, because we want to spend time with him. Now, some tips, some practical tips on how that looks like is you already kind of mentioned it, but we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional. Um, we have to make time for silence and solitude. And I think the second thing when we're being intentional, we put in our schedules is I think you have to create a space in your, in your home, in your, if you're in the dorm room, if you're in an apartment or your house, you have to create a space that's your space. So for me, 
Uh, my space at home is is on our big, long, beautiful couch that I also take naps on. There's a lamp right behind me. It is comfortable. It is molded I've to my body. <laughs> oh yeah, I can. It is. It definitely is molded. To it is. Body. It is molded to my body. <laughs> um, and every morning when I wake up, the coffee's ready because I already set it for mm-hmm. the from the morning before or the night before. And I grab my coffee. I turn on that lamp and I sit with my Bible. And it's almost like mentally, it's like this is my space. And guess what? My kids aren't up. It is quiet, and the quiet is beautiful. Yeah, you can really appreciate that quiet when you have <laughs> oh, kids, yeah. right? Absolutely. So you have to create a, a create a space. So you, you got to be intentional. You got to put it in. It's got to be a priority. And number two, you got to create a space. And I would really encourage anyone that's listening: like, do you have a space? Do you have a place where it's like? This is my this is my spot that I hear from the Lord that I spend time with Him, um, and then I think a couple other things too is um, put your phone away, like don't don't bring your phone. At least I would say for the first portion of your time with the Lord in silence and solitude, you know, it's silence for a reason, right? Um, our phones I think could be a big distraction. So for me, I say, hey, let's put my phone away. I'll get to that in a little bit. I love singing. I love worship music. But really for the first 30 to 45 minutes that I'm spending time with the Lord, um, I don't even look at it. I don't, I don't bring my phone. Um, and I think the reason why is it takes me about 15 minutes to even calm down and get to a place where I, I feel connected with the Lord. So don't rush it. That's my last tip is don't rush it. You even need time to decompress from the stress of life, work, all these different things. So don't rush it. Good word, man. Good word. Don't rush it. I think, too, you know, we we did have some questions I prepared for you, but I'm going to have some off-the-riff questions here for you now, Love too. Love it. You like that? Love spontaneous <laughs> questions. Let's do it. So what about someone who, um, man, it's just, it's hard to... Um, wake up early in the morning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of, a lot of Christians, um, college students, uh, have, ha, may, you know, maybe there's some that are much better at waking up early now, but at some point in almost everybody's Christian life, they realize, <laughs> man, it's hard to wake up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that was me, man. So what, what, yeah. What sort of tips, what sort of advice do you give to someone in that, in that kind of situation? Yeah. And, and I think too, like, um, don't beat yourself up. Like if, if you, if you are at a place in your life right now where you cannot get up early, um, it's really hard for you. That's, that's not where you're at. I think the first step there is consistency. Pick a time every day that, you know, I I don't have class. I'm not working. I'm not, you know, whatever it is. Um, I had a guy that I, I was friends with out in Houston and he loved spending time in silence and solitude and reading his Bible right before he went to bed and it worked for him. And, and he knew every day, like around, you know, nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock, he would get out his Bible and, and, and he would read it. So I would just say like consistency is the best, is the best thing. And then with that, I think ultimately as you get older, you graduate, the reality is if you're, if you're going to spend time with God, if you're going to spend time in silence and solitude, you probably have to get up early. Yeah, that's fair. That's good. I think I think it's just so important to kind of think about that. Um, 
Okay, man. Well, any other any other tips, any other advice, any other practical steps you would kind of give to um, a young Christian, maybe a Christian in college who is trying to do this more? Absolutely. So I think one last thing that I've learned over the years um, with silence and solitude and spending time with God, it, think of the things in your life that God's given you that makes you think of God. So for instance, nature, man, when I am out in nature, when I am by, you know, water, um, or if I'm down at the beach or whatever, the mountains, nature just makes me instantly think of the Lord. So I would say if, if that's you get out in nature, go find a park, um, go find a, a state park, go somewhere where there's a lake and it's beautiful and spend time out there. Another thing too, like if music makes you experience more the Lord and think of him, man, that it's okay. It's okay to listen to music. Um, another thing, uh, I love coffee. There's something about it that just makes me think, you know what, Lord, thank you so much for making this plant that makes this bean that I can drink probably because my kids are driving me nuts and I haven't slept very good. <laughs> More out of a necessity. There. Necessity. Yeah. But uh, even before I had kids, like just, just enjoying the things that God has made. So that would be my last tip is what are the things, what are the creative things in this world that God has made that makes you think of him, that makes you ponder about him and do those, put those into your time. That's good. You know, I think it's just, um, I love how you said earlier, find a space that works for you, mm-hmm. you know, um, cause there, I know a lot of people who like, they just need to be outside. Now, yeah. That's not me, right? Yeah. I'd rather be sitting inside. Yeah. Just a preference thing here. But I think that's so important to find that spot that will be consistent, that will bring life, that will be relaxing to the point where you can really engage, um, with the Lord, like you said earlier. So, all right, Clark, we appreciate it, man. Silence and solitude. Um, you know, knowing you so well, man, and just your personality, it's amazing that you're so good at this because you are, <laughs> when I think of you, I don't think of anything, nothing about you is silent. Uh-huh. No, you're right, brother. <laughs> but you're praise right. the Lord, man, how, uh, you have been able to experience him and now in that, in that kind of way. And now also, um, helping others to understand the importance of silence and solitude. So with that in mind, we'll get you back on for another podcast sometime. I appreciate you coming on with us today. Uh, I want to say to our listeners to please subscribe to the podcast wherever, wherever you are listening. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. Uh, we would love if you left us a review. That would help great. Um, and if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. You can go to the Campus Outreach Birmingham website. Um, I should probably create a better way to invite people to send questions in. We'll figure out something. That actually sounds like a good idea. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in and, uh, we will see you next time for the next episode of the campus outreach podcast. Take care. Take care.